Yo, 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 here we go again. Two old guys on the back porch. He is Tequila Dan. That's me. I am Steve Scotch. And as always, we have the lovely and talented cat. That's C-A-T, cracking the whip. Cat, what's up? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, Audible, and Amazon Music. We can also be found on Facebook and Instagram. And our two shout-outs today are listeners in Dale City, Virginia, home of the second largest mall in the state of Virginia, Potomac Mills, in Ensenadas, California, a little surf town in between L.A. and San Diego, giving y'all a big shout-out. All right, alcohol is what lures us out here. Dan, what's on ice today? Dude had to give the liver a day off. It's just beer, dude. Yingling flight. Wow. Thanks to my buddy Ben for turning me on to that. It's just a low-carb yingling. It's not bad. The ying, the oldest brewery in the world, at least on this part of the Atlantic, I think. Cat, what you got? I'm rocking my seasonal cranberry ginger ale. Zero calories, of course, with the uh, little gin. Nice. Steven, what you rocking? I got the Boulevardier, if that's how you say it. I don't know. It's basically a Manhattan. Just got one more ingredient, the uh, Campari. And it's, which is just like a bitter is what that is. But it, it's a little too sweet. I like it. But um, it, it's a little on the sweet side. But anyway, I've had four of them already, so it can't be that bad. That's that stuff the girl at the liquor store turns you on to. Yeah, that. pink hair told me to try yeah, and it. And then she told you your bourbon's sweet yeah tell me to use rye i don't do rye yeah no nobody should no but anyway all right today the question is to uber or not to uber that is the question uh uber began in 2009 in san francisco california and then lyft came along in 2012 um they're they're not just ride share services they both of them rent bikes, scooters. Um, there's Uber Eats, Lyft, Lyft deliveries. All y'all out there know this if you use this stuff. Um, you know, they'll bring you food or certain items below a certain weight, you know, right to your house or apartment. I mean, I believe both companies are worth billions. Um, Uber's owned by a guy from Iran, but he's really an, an Arabian-American American Arabian, I don't know what that is, but that's what he is. And Lyft was started by John Zimmer and Logan Green. And basically these companies are just apps and websites. There's Dude, no but they they came in as ride sharing apps to get around all the goddamn licensing and shit for taxi companies. Mm-hmm. That's how they get around all that. Yeah. I mean, there's no garage where these cars come in for cleaning. Or inspection. Supposedly, these services have their drivers' cars inspected routinely at an auto shop specified by the city in which they drive. That's false. That's false. Okay. <laughs> that is false. And talk about no garage, dude. There's no background check. There's nothing. Jessica was going to do this at one time to make a little side money. Two things you got to have, a valid license and a four-door vehicle. She had the FJ like you got, Kat, but right. it, it, it didn't qualify as a uh, full four-door. Right. So they wouldn't let her do it. 
Yeah. I'm like, that's that's the extent of your back. I mean, that, that's go that's on the their website. That's it. Type it. Type in your info. A valid driver's license and a four door vehicle. And you're you're hired. Ready, you, all you Honda Civic owners. I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I I'm not getting in a car with a goddamn stranger anyway, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's no actual interview. Just fill out some stuff on the website and bam, you're hired. I mean, I'm sure there's a background check. If there is, she never got that far. Okay. But I'm curious with the app thing. Does does it does your phone number go out to the guy in the Lyft or Uber or how does how does that work? I don't know. Because now all of a sudden he's stalking the hot got a ride last weekend. I'm not down with that. I know. I. I mean, at it, least at least Habib and Ahmed don't have my damn information when I get in the yellow cab service. You know. Well. See, at first, I didn't understand the difference between taxi service and the Uber and Lyft service. But what I found out is when you use their app and you give them the place you want to be picked up at and the place you want to go, then they give you a price for the ride right there before right. you even get in the right, car. Right. Um, you know. And apparently you got a tip on Is that the deal? I, I'm sure there's a tip. I don't know. I mean, the old school taxis you know it was the meter was running you know you just sat That's there right. and watched that thing trip around while you're going oh we need to hurry up and get there but here's the thing i mean you were rated as a driver as to how good a driver you were but the driver also rates how good a passenger you were there's oh, a I whole can, rating system. i can see how that goes over with the college drunks <laughs> at two in the morning Dude, I, I, I got a two. Why did we get a two? I wouldn't be a driver either. Can you imagine that oh, freaks that you're picking up? Dude, there's a guy on YouTube. That's, well, there's a bunch of them on there that have videos. Because they got like a Dash or right. GoPro or something sitting there. And uh, it, some, they get abused a lot of times by the people they pick up. You oh, know, yes. like as soon as they get in the car, they'll go, turn the radio off or uh, I'm on an important call and be quiet and don't talk and go up here and take a right on first street. I mean, like, sit, get right in the car. And this one guy has got a bunch of videos on there. I think he drives in New York. Now, imagine trying to do no, this in no, New York where it. you just sit in traffic constantly anyway. So everybody's in a bad mood to start with. He ejects them from the car. I mean, as soon as they get in the car, if they say one negative thing to him, over to the side, wow. get out. Get out of the car, which they have the right to do that. Right, yeah. The taxi rides, I've gone in New York. One of my taxi drivers was cool. The second one was crazy as could be, was just darting in and out of traffic, and I'm just clinging on <laughs> for dear life. That's what you want. I don't know. Like I said, these, these guys created these companies, and they basically created an app, a website, and now they, they just sit back and count the money. And wait for the lawsuits to come in. Right. And there's plenty of them. I mean, I think sexual harassment is the big one. It's got to be top of the list, dude. Think about it. You got a, you got a girl, say she's in her 20s, she's dressed up, she's going to meet her friends for drinks, and she hits the Uber app, and here comes this creepy-looking loser shows up, right? And and, and it's on. I, I don't know. You yeah. know, you, you, you get in, you're getting in a car with somebody that you don't know and your life is basically in their hands until you get out of that bastard. And that's that's no different, really, from a taxi because you don't know Habib or Ahmed either. Right. But at least they have a company to answer to. Right. You know, right then and there. 
I can get out of the vehicle and call Jimmy's cab service and 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 say, hey, man, it doesn't bother me anyway. I, I pack heat everywhere I go. Can you imagine being a a twenty year old chick and and getting in a car with some weirdo at two o'clock in the morning? The only I, way I can see it working. And we're out here in the country a little bit, so this thing's not going to play for us to start with. But if you can get the same person over and over, you know, then I don't see it being a problem. If you do it once, you like the guy or girl, whoever it is, his car doesn't smell like Cheetos and slapped ass, it's a little bit clean, he looks like he took a bath this week. Everything looks fine. He drives like he's got some sense. Well, I mean, then, that, if you know you can use him over and over again, then I wouldn't have a problem with right. it. Right. Well, that's I mean where the rating system comes in. But but how do, how does it work? I put the app on my phone and I go, like, "Hey, like I need a ride." There's five stars versus five stars. I mean, you could oh, be yeah, a four five star driver. You could be a five star passenger. I mean, as far as the Uber thing, it, how does it? You you put the app on your phone. And you say, "Hey, I need a ride from point A to point B." And then I think like the closest dude comes and gets you. Right. Usually, right? Yeah. So I, I I don't see you having the same guy twice in in, in the same year anyway. Yeah, I don't know. But see, so, I mean, some of the stuff is being used for sh some of the passengers are sh kind of shady. Also, I mean, I watched an episode of one of my favorite shows, uh, Porsche Forty Eight. They're in Atlanta, and the little nineteen-year-old who's going to go hit a lick at somebody's house uses the uber driver to take him there and then when he's a walking out with a bit who's walking out with like a bedspread and a shot off sock shotgun he's calling the uber to come pick him back up well the uber guy goes calls the police right. says i'm not picking him back up I don't know. Yeah, that's, I mean, I mean how, if, if you're that low rent a criminal you can't drive and are using uber to go hit a lick I think you got some problems. I don't know. I mean, how would you like to to have a poor rating as a passenger? I mean, That's all right. you got to do is sit there right. and play with your phone until you get where you're going, and we can't even do that right. Well, you you touched on it a minute ago, but they Grubhub and Uber Eats and these people. Right. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with that either. Yeah. Um. How many French fries come up missing on the way to my house, dude? Get your nasty hands out of my food. I don't know. I don't even like... I'm a germaphobe, as everybody nice. knows, to start with, even before the coronavirus hit. And, I mean, you know, let's say you place an order at Wendy's, okay? And you got some girl, say her name's Sarah. She's working there. So Sarah comes out of the bathroom. She don't wash her hands. Right. And she starts making your hamburger. Then you got Kevin over there on fries, and he's got the coronavirus, and, and he's coughing and hacking all over those before he jams those in some little cardboard box. And then and here comes your Uber dude. Uh, you know, Terry shows up and goes over to the Grubhub rack and, and picks up your, your order. So now he's got this bag of garbage from Wendy's that he places in the seat next to him in his car where his Border Collie was sitting about two hours ago, and right. that dog ain't had a bath in three years. And then he's going to pick his your food up off of that seat and bring it to me. You can take that and stick it up your you-know-what. Ain't happening. That shit's been finger-fucked four times before I got it. And you go bring it to my door, Stone Cold. You can take Grubhub and all the rest of it and go away. 
who are the who are the people that deliver the gro Inst Instacart or whatever deliver groceries? Yes, they do. Come on, <laughs> come on, dude. It's bad enough you can't even get your fat ass to the drive-through to order a cheeseburger. Now you can't get to the grocery store. Okay, okay. I have used them. I have not had them delivered to the house. I've had them come pick up. But you know, you I call it in and go call pick it, it up. You know, I use the app and I go and I have either one. That, you know, usually it's been because I've been sick or something, and one of the kids goes and picks it up. But the, there is an option for them to also deliver all the groceries to my house. Yeah, we'll get but around I mean, to that in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will. But yeah. that 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 Uber Eats dude. Here's another thing these companies do. I saw it downtown. They started lining these scooters and bicycles up. And it's not oh, yeah, just here. It's, yeah. I know if you're listening to other cities, you've seen this. They just popped up. Now, there was one company that popped up out here that didn't actually ask the city if they could string their scooters all up. Was that, yeah, was that like a lightning or something? Yeah. Whatever? Yeah. No, Lime. Yeah, that's right. Lime, you're right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this stuff showed up. I guess you just swipe your debit card and off you go. Now, I, di I just noticed this. I, I was hanging around downtown a lot a couple years ago. Thank God now I'm, I'm staying away from there. But, but the bicycles out there, I never saw one soul touch one of those bikes. I mean, you could take your finger and rake it across the seat. There's two inches of dust on those things. Nothing. Oh, those are the ones in front of, like, City Hall. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw those. Yeah. I I've never seen a soul on those. Now, the scooters, people did, did use those, but... Well, I... For some reason, they're not treated very well. No, of course they're not. When they get off of them, they just jump off of them. I saw one in the James River. I saw one flipped. I mean, they got a little kickstand on them. But for some reason, the yeah, customer doesn't want to use it. Right. And when that bitch dies, wherever it dies, <laughs> they just take it and throw it in the ditch and you move on, him. dude. You see them all over the city. And, yep. and it's on the side of the freaking sidewalk. There's no charging port. They didn't return it to where they got. They just dumped that bitch. Yeah, the retrieval system on that on that scooter thing isn't very good. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what that is. I don't know. What, what is, got a guy in a truck riding around picking them up? Is that the deal? I, it's going to all fade away. It's just going to disappear. It, it needs to. And, and the Uber Eats and Grubhub need to go with it. I, I get it if you're sick. Lame, lazy, or too stoned to get up. Right. Well, I mean, you Look, I've been smoking dope all day. You think I'm going to get up and go get something? I can't. I'm hungry, but I'm not moving. Well, you were the one telling me down the ghetto about 1.30, here come all the delivery drivers because it's the old wake Set your clock to it. Yep. Get, get, get a, get a, dude, I'm a lazy fat bastard. I am. I'll be the first to admit it. But even I can get out of the goddamn house to go get my own food. Well, I could see if they were delivering, like, steak and lobster. Like, something good's coming. You can look forward to it. Know, but we're waiting for Taco Bell to come to the door. You've got to be kidding. Well, <laughs> what's what makes you sick? The Taco Bell or the nasty-ass car ride that was on in the scenario you just described? I'll make me a peanut butter and jelly all day long. Yeah, no. All right. Check this out. We got a new segment. We ran out of hot old chicks. Well, they ran out of us, one of the two. So the new Seggy's called One Tough Son of a Bitch. You know, we had a good run with the hot old chicks. But we got to keep this thing fresh. You know, we got to keep moving. So we're going to take up 
with one tough son of a bitch. Cat, you already hit the drum roll. Hit it again. She rolled it again. We can push that button all day long. The first one tough son of a bitch is Evil Knievel. Who else could it be? Robert Craig Knievel <laughs> is one tough, was one tough son of a bitch. Born in 1938, passed away in 2007 at the age of 69, which was a good run for, for all the crazy shit he did. You got that right. Yeah, he uh, he was raised by his grandparents, dude. Both his parents pieced out when mm-hmm. he was like one or two years old. Had a very rough start to yeah. life. Yeah. He, I, don't, uh, I don't know what his grandparents did to him, but he, he caught the... Uh, he caught the bug for the daredevil life, I can tell you that. Well, he quit high school in 10th grade, and he went to work in the copper mines. Unfortunately, he popped a wheelie with an earth mover and hit the power lines and killed the power to the whole town. Yeah, You're fired. I, I, I still don't know how that works, dude. How, you, how do you get a machine that big to do a wheel stand? We got some people at work who Please don't. knock some shit down. All right, we won't get into that. All right. All right. Let's see. Evil attempted more than 75 ramp-to-ramp motorcycle jumps, hence the word attempted. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not all jumps went so well. There's a lot of shit I didn't know about him. At at 21, he he won the Northern Rocky Mountain Ski Association Class A Ski Jump Championship. Dude, dude, he dabbled in ski jumping, he started um, a minor league hockey team. Rodeo. Oh, that was crooked shit there. Did you read that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did dabble in semi-pro hockey, but that dude was, I mean, he was a total trip. You got to really think about it. He's probably the father of extreme sports. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty, I'd say that's accurate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's in the rock, I mean, the rock and roll, the motorcycle hall of fame. But um, I want to know who, who wore the jumpsuit first. Was it Elvis or Evil? I mean, it was a bad look either way. Yeah, but <laughs> I, that, that was the whole late 60s, early 70s deal, dude. I'll right. tell you what else he was. He was a hell of a self-promoter. Oh, yes. He, oh, yes. He would call people and act like his his lawyer. Yeah, I'm the lawyer for uh, Robert Knievel. We would like to do a jump in front. He tried to sell the jump in front of... Um, Caesars, the fountain right. jump. He tried to sell it to ABC, and they were like, yeah, no, we don't want any parts of that. Well, as soon as he went over the handlebars and crashed and broke everything up in his body, they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll add that yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember Wide World of Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- ABC used to show, you know, evil. Yeah. And I, I think every kid in the 70s had his motorcycle. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Now, there were thing. two kinds. We the had the crank. Ghetto, we had the ghetto cat. and the pull one. We had the pull one. We yeah. couldn't afford that crank. That crank bitch would move, dude. <laughs> you know crank what? It, crank it, crank it, crank it, crank it. There's this, the button. There's this book that comes in here that sells stuff. It's called What on Earth, and they got it in there. You're kidding. I wanted to pull the trigger. Why did we stop get it? One. Yeah, I wanted just to look at it. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. He rode. Um, I don't think he had a fancy for bikes. I mean, he was on Hondas, Nortons, Triumphs. I mean, I'm sure he got paid by somebody to ride something. Um. But a lot of the times he wiped out was because the bikes he was on, the suspension was no good. When he hit the ground, the thing couldn't take the force. the suspension was no good, and the goddamn things were heavy as lead. I mean, he would strip them down as much as he could, take the fenders off and half the seat and all that shit. Right. But he's not making them like what Pastrana rides now. Yeah. Pastrana shit is custom-made, aircraft, aluminum. I mean, it's... 
<laughs> different world. They definitely got a leg up. But yeah. dude was one tough son of a bitch. That's right. Evil Knievel, like you said, he broke every bone in his body. Evil, you are one tough son of a bitch. All right, it's yeah. something. We'll work on it. All right, today's <laughs> today's cocktail of the week is, speaking of wiping out on your bike, it's the Bloody Mary. Bloody okay. Mary. Let's see. Bloody Mary was actually Mary Tudor, Queen of England and Ireland, from 1553 to 1558. Let's see. Mary's Protestant opponents called her Bloody Mary because she burned thir- th- 300 of them to death. So, anyway, the drink, the Bloody Mary, to me, I associated with being hungover. The hangover drink is what I, you know, I got hammered the night before. Your former sister-in-law used to like Mary, like Bloody Marys, Mm -hmm. didn't she? Her name is Mary. It's a good, I was a Bloody Mary guy for the longest time, dude. I loved them. A lot of people do. Until until I found the margarita again and came back and fell in love with the kids. I love a Bloody Mary. Well, it's, it's a little healthy, too. I mean... Well, that's not, yeah, I mean, certainly more so than most stuff. Yeah. I, you know, I, there's 800 ways to make this drink. I mean, I'm not going to go into a half ounce of lemon juice and Worcestershire sauce and whatever. Just go get some Bloody Mary mix. So, there's several, several of them out there and throw some vodka on it and stick a celery stick in so, it and game over. This came from Harry's Bar in New York Bar in Paris. Correct. Ferdinand Prideaux made it, spice it up, combo of vodka and tomato juice. It was also big at the St. Regis Hotel in NYC in the 40s. They, what makes them great is they're so customizable. What I like, right. you might not right. like. You know, I like two dashes of Tabasco in mine. A lot of people don't like the heat. But it's great with breakfast, brunch, lunch. I mean, it's just, it can actually be a whole meal replacement. It can be. <laughs> I mean, if you look at some of them. What diet plan is that going to be on? Well, have you seen the ones on the on the food channel? They got a fried chicken sticking on top yeah, of it. Maybe a cheeseburger hung on it. It's a meal in there. It's insane. Now, the one thing I will say, they are customizable, but steer clear of Clemetto. That stuff is disgusting. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Everywhere it's, I it's, went in Warrington when we were out of town, Working, everybody used Clemetto. I wound up making. I'm a V8 guy. I like mm-hmm. I like V8 Worcestershire. That's the original. Tabasco. Yeah. And I I put about 17 olives on the skewer <laughs> instead of the celery stick. But like you like your martinis, it's just a reason to eat olives. Yeah. So, Bloody Mary, give it a go. Um, it's two main ingredients, and the rest you can experiment with. All right, today we were bumpered in. Man, this band is just, there's too much to say. We were bumping in with Butts Creek Bop. The Ramones. Come on. The Ramones. you got to know who the Ramones are. I don't care how old or young you are. Even if you're a 20-something child who has the T-shirt on has no clue who they are. That's right. You see them all over the place, right? The Ramones are the reason I cannot hear in my left ear. Uh, Went and saw them two or three times. Stood too close to the speakers. It was my fault. I mean, them jokers were loud. Dude, we are two old guys on the back porch, but this is another band of the week where not one founding member is still alive. And they're going to play tonight. That's right. 
<laughs> somewhere. It keeps and, moving on. And they were I thought they were all named Ramon, right, John? Right. Dee, it was genius. Curiously yeah. enough, none of them were named Ramon. That's right. <laughs> I forgot where they got the Ramon name of. But anyway, they were formed in 1974 from Forest Hills, Queens, New York. I mean, how cool for Joey, Johnny, Marky, Tommy, and Dee Dee. You know. You all take the last name, put on the black leather jackets and jeans. Um, you know, it appeared to be a stick. You know, like they were, like it was an act. But, but I don't think it was. I, I think these were just hood, hoodlums from New York. Well, who, they were, they were tired of the garbage music they were listening to, so they did something about it. Right. And and they were one of the actually, maybe the first punk. Yeah, all oh, yeah. Band, yeah. I mean, CBGB's was going, and uh, they said they would get up there, and they're set. They do like 10 songs, but it'd only take about 12 minutes. Dude, most, <laughs> most, of, most of their songs are less than three minutes, dude, in their entire catalog. I think they got like six songs over three minutes. Yeah. Which is great, because the attention span of teenagers is what the, the market they were going for is nothing. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I dig their sound, dude. It's fast. It's they—they they didn't really get along either. They would, in the early days, they would argue on stage, like and like I said, people thought they were playing around. No, they—they they were for real. Like, dude, you're going too fast. You're going too slow. I don't want to play that song. They would argue on stage at each other. But I'm gonna tell you what. Like I said, I've seen them a couple of times when when Dee Dee got up there and counted out one, two, three, four. Them jokers brought the goods, man. I mean, you know. It's it's you either love them or you think they suck. Probably I don't. You know, yeah, I, don't I, know I, I, I get that. There's a lot of that. And for the longest time, I, I didn't think much of them. But yeah. I, I guess in 2009, Spin Magazine named them the number two band of all time, right behind the Beatles. Dude, I, I think they got. I've got tons of their stuff downstairs, and, I, and they have a lot of good songs. You got to pick through the. The ones that aren't, but um, I mean, them jokers are road dogs too, man. No yeah, radio yeah, they play. Stayed. They, you know, they got college radio play, and uh, you know, they just made their bones playing clubs forever. I mean, they yeah. were one tough son of a bitches too. I mean, like you said, no f original members are with us anymore. Um, two thousand and two, the Ramones were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they inspired many, many oh, bands. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, today we heard Blitzkrieg Bop from the Ramones' first album recorded 45 years ago. God damn, I'm old. Dude, we're getting old. We are old, dude. Two old guys on the back porch. want to thank everybody for listening. We'll see you all down the road.